middle of the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. Freaking good. Freaking great. We're doing great. Super good. All right, it's been a hot second since I've had a like, guest on the podcast, so I'm super excited that we're finally doing this. Not only that, but it's taken months for this podcast to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And who knew we would have more to talk about? That's crazy. I got another one to talk about. I know. Twofer. <laughs> so for everyone listening, I've got Wade Evans. Hey, that's me. And I got Richard Malley. That's me. And I got both of them on to talk about life. What, what do you call it? A, a oh, near-life near life experience. experience. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Two of yeah. them. Wild adventures. Yeah. I'm super excited. We're going to get into some crazy outdoor adventures that these guys went on and all the perilous stuff that seems to befall you guys every time you go somewhere. That's great. So far. I'm like nervous for your next adventure, to be honest with you. It only gets better every time. (laughs) Every time I see my parents, they're like, did you go on an adventure with Richard again? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm still alive, so that's all that matters. You're seeing me, aren't you? (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, I have no other intro. So, you know, this is this is an exciting moment for everyone. Um, if it does sound a little different in everyone's audio set, we set up in the living room instead of the studio room in my bedroom. So it may be a little bit more uh, like open spacey. So don't complain. I warned you. Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, all right, so we're gonna separate this into two sections, like maybe like halfway through, maybe not. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna take a break, and then we'll talk about the second story. So the first one. I said we just dive in, and you guys were on, hold on, you're on the Edisto River. Edisto River. Edisto River. In South Carolina. Yep. And then... Upriver. The fuck happened? Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you lay down the uh, location? All right. Coordinates. So, the Edisto, longest uh, free-flowing Blackwater River in, I think, North America, and we were up by what's Colton State Park and that's where our trip started and we had plans to go probably Only, eight miles down the river yeah not very far not very far time wise how long is that normally like a, like, like imagine a, three miles an hour okay ish so we were expected to be take like three hours to get down there no. we're going to a friend's place just a, his like plot of land. This mm-hmm. one of one of uh, our friends. He owns like a plot of land on the river. Ian Dillinger. Dillinger, and uh, we were going to go meet him and maybe some other people for uh, uh, nighttime gathering. <laughs> I forgot about that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a fire and some drinks and partying and just like a good time on the river. And then we were going to spend the night there. And then the next day. I don't know. Get a ride back up the river. Yep. To where our cars were. Yep. 
and head home. That's the that's the plan. That's what that's what our goal was. It's hard for me to remember what the goal was because that, <laughs> none of that happened. <laughs> this is also Wade's first time. Yeah, captain in his own boat. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had just bought a maiden voyage. I had just bought a old, an old, old canoe, Pelican canoe from Richard, and he had bought a different, another canoe. Uh, what what is that brand again? Old Town. An old town. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything's Richard's. It's old town. That's gonna be old. like one of the most popular cap, uh, not cabin, uh, canoe companies, right? I would say so. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty renowned. Yeah, I don't even know what the one you had, which is. This is the old, the one that you got from my dad originally, right, Richard? Yeah, yeah. the Pelican, yeah. old green brand. Pelican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even I, as a kid, have been in that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this exact same one. Yeah. And it's still here. It's still here. It's still here. So. Yeah, it's right outside. <laughs> so, yeah, we got going down the river, maybe like a mile and a half. It's pretty windy. Uh, we both had uh, troll motors, batteries, full. Maybe not a full load. We weren't very he- we weren't very heavy because we split it up. Um. But yeah, so we're going down the river, and I was in front of Richard. I was so excited. I was having such a good time. And well, before you get into the whole, you built a whole bunch of stuff for your canoe, right? Yeah. Because you were in a paddling canoe, and you made like a whole like rig and setup to hold the trolling motor and battery, right? Yeah, I built like a little uh, uh, transom mount for the back of a uh, back can- like a twin back canoe. And so it mounted the it mounted the troller motor off to the side where you could reach the handle from the back seat, steer, control, power, everything. And then the battery was kind of strung with some extra power wires up to the front. But it was not mounted down. Like it was not stationary. Mm. Which is a which is a problem. Don't <laughs> some foreshadowing there. That ended Learned up a lot. being a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So you were like super excited to test everything out. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was my first time. So yeah. Oh, actually, before we get into that, we got on the we got on the water and there was some people at the dock where we were, right? And uh they were like, "Oh, look at that. You made that thing. That's cool." And so they were they were admiring the setup. We got all loaded up, got in the water. We went maybe like 100 yards down the river and then it like <laughs> I was on full blast power and it lost and it it like broke its connection to the the transom mount dismounted itself from the canoe oh. so it was like hanging off the side and I had to like recover really quickly even though it wasn't in a dangerous situation I just didn't want to lose the lose the motor basically. yeah so that was our first sign of like, okay, maybe this isn't going to work out. <laughs> but <laughs> then we pulled over and I think got it all. Yeah, we pulled over, got it all set up. And back it was together. A, it was working fine. Like I had added to it, like added the ratchet strap that was holding it in place nice and good. So like it was, I was like, oh, figured it out. Yeah, we're solid. We're going to get going. So then we uh, started floating down the river a little ways. <laughs> And uh, like Wade said, the river meanders back and forth. And so when it's coming around a bend on the inside, the water moves a little bit slower. But once you get out to the outside, it starts to move a good bit quicker. And we came around this one bend pretty quickly because uh, it cut back like probably a 90 degree turn, if not more. Dang. And then 
laid down right in the river on the fast flowing side was this big tree so there was a little gap between these two trees that Probably we had like a little five foot gap on a yeah. 30 or 35 foot wide part of the river oh a bend like it was a small gap on the inside and i was in front of richard and i didn't know that the water moved faster on the outside and wade basically got sucked into the tree I got sucked up into the tree yeah so uh <laughs> he made it through he he saw what happened to me and he like made it through and was like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna like pull park my boat or like tie off on the other side of this tree and i'll come around on the ground and help you talk you through it and i was like all right cool because i'm stuck and at this time i'm laughing he's probably freaking out like he knows how serious this is <laughs> I and i was nervous. like oh man this sucks <laughs> i was like i didn't realize how how bad of a situation it was so he like walks around the bin i'm like all tied up in a tree i immediately lose my glasses like <laughs> i was wearing uh ray-bans with a croaky around the back and immediately a tree branch like snatched snatched it off the back of my head and like scoop gone i don't know where they went oh my <laughs> the God. river ate them took them <laughs> ate them the river that was the first thing river ate that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So uh, I got like I'm sideways up against the tree, and all that water coming on that fast side of the river is is hitting Wade's boat broadside, for like wanting to push it underneath the tree because the water's still going under the tree, mm-hmm. but Wade's boat is not going past the tree. The river don't stop. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where it gets a little fuzzy because I think you had already tried to pull yourself out before I came around, and maybe took on a little bit of water. No, so when you walked around, you were like, okay, the first the first like uh, way that we we should try to attack this is you need to try to angle your angle your canoe out in into the f- like reverse direction of the flow of the river. So like the river's going down, I wanted to point my nose up river mm-hmm. and um, and then push off the trees and try to go up river a little bit and paddle 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 so that I can curve back into the flow of the river and hit the inside of the curve that was like the first uh, like all right wait this is the way that you need to get out of here <laughs> this is the way so we spent uh, probably a good 30 minutes trying to get untangled from the tree and then curve the boat around that way at this time the motor actually had also fallen off again so i was Damn. able to pick it up and put it like set it into the boat so now i'm just like uh yeah, it's just I just had paddles, trolling motor sitting in the boat, battery sitting in the boat, not strapped down to anything. And um, so we got it angled, and he was like, "Okay, you have to just like, it's gonna be hard. You gotta use a lot of muscle." It's <laughs> like this is not gonna be easy. I'm like, "All right." So I push off the tree. It was a terrible push because the tree branch was flimsy, so mm. I didn't really get a hard like Ugh. push off the tree. Tried to go out, pow, pow, pow fail came right back to the same spot and at that time we were also like uh because of my movement in the in the canoe i had also shook a lot the battery that was in the front was move sliding side to side which made the boat shake even more because batteries are freaking heavy Mm. and i had scooped up water so now i'm like sitting in a couple inches of water in the boat still in the same spot on the tree makes it a little more tippy when it's yeah. got water on it oh yeah. yeah so and then 
I think I tried to get pointed out again uh, to try to do the same thing, and that was when it got really bad in the boat. I was just moving around too much in it, and the boat had capsized, dumped everything out, and the river took it and like sunk it under the tree, and I got thrown out the backside, and the river was starting to pull me in, and I was able to just like reach my arms up and grab the trunk of the tree, basically, that was laying across the water, and pull myself back up (laughs) from underneath the canoe. Like, it was... uh, suction situation oh shit yeah and in that sense it's a good thing you weren't wearing a life jacket because if you were even more of a chance of getting tangled into that tree which is one thing before we even started uh this whole like trying to get out of this process he was like hey take your life jacket off (laughs) like because if if it goes south you don't want to be wearing that so that's that was a good call that's more slippery so you can wiggle your way out of that tree if it All sucks you down on it and stuff it'll like grab onto mm-hmm. stuff okay grab onto the tree and then you get need get caught up you can get you can drown that way easily mm-hmm. so yeah. it's not something i would have considered right yeah 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 a lot of people do either injure themselves or unfortunately drown because they're wearing a life jacket and they get into a similar situation where they the life jacket actually pins them under the tree and the weight of the water is pushes them under and holds them underwater so not only kind of scary the river but you're fighting the buoyancy of mm-hmm. the life jacket oh i see yeah. yeah and the straps of being possibly getting hooked on a limb or something so now you have to fight through all of that while your heart's already racing because now you can't breathe because you're underwater and you can't <laughs> see it's like a whole lot of it all happens so fast a whole lot of bad things that could happen it's all coming back to you <laughs> luckily i didn't go all the way underwater my head i think stayed above the water when this whole thing happened so i was able to see where i needed to grab grabbed it pull myself up and at that point i was just sitting on the trunk of the tree just like laughing at the fact that we were in this situation <laughs> still laughing still in a good mood still in a good mood you're alive right yeah, yeah. i'm alive like in my head it's like oh man this this sucks but uh, <laughs> i'm sure richard's heart was he was having a heart attack like <laughs> my friend is about to die it was a little thrilling a bit thrilling <laughs> So what happened? Everything in my canoe dumped out. So, um, like you said, the battery that was in the front mm-hmm. and the cables that ran underneath the... Ran under the seats. The seats and the trolling motor in the back. And, and they were not quick disconnects. None of them. They weren't like gator clips. I had like... They were ring terminals. That yeah, I screwed bolted it on there. So mm-hmm. they weren't going to just like pop off. So when the canoe flipped over, the battery fell to the bottom of the, la- the river, which is normal. It's heavy. <laughs> the trolling motor fell to the bottom of the river, which is normal. It was heavy, and there's a wire connecting thick, the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, connecting no. the like two a double anchor inside, like going through the seats of the boat. So it's basically holding the boat down. Fuck. With like 200 pounds, probably, or somewhere in that range of weight. So I lost a lot of things. I lost camera. I lost bags of clothes and food. Uh, a uh, cooler full of beer. <laughs> we lost, <laughs> I lost everything at that point. It was like all gone. I was wearing a pair. I was wearing my bathing suit, and that's it. And because I, because it was hot outside, I wasn't wearing a shirt either. So. Oh shit! You yeah, literally yeah. were just in a bathing suit. Literally just a bathing. Did you have shoes? No, I had yeah. Crocs, and they they were gone. Oh, that's right. Everything. Oh my god! Nothing. Nothing. The canoe's upside down. I don't have anything. I'm wearing a bathing suit. So, Richard was like, okay, 
we need to tie the boat off at least so we got a rope tied it to the front of the canoe and tied it to a tree and then he was like all right get off of there like get onto the dry land and calm down <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we started like i got i climbed over to the land and we started brainstorming what to do next because we were only like two hours into this trip <laughs> damn no. i forget what time of day it was too we had plenty of a good bit of daylight out i think i want to say it was like or maybe it was the afternoon PM. it was oh. in the afternoon okay i want yeah i think so so uh i think at that point what a couple people drove by they didn't they didn't even ask us for if we needed help yeah actually one or two people yeah. did ask to, to help us but a couple other people just did it they were just like waved to us and just kept on going because it's a hairy spot so they're coming up the river scooting not you know getting through that hairy and spot pretty with quick much bigger motors so oh, they're yeah. not really at all worried about the things that we were worried about right there's less risk now that one guy that did try to help us mm-hmm. i mean we were in a hairy spot so he offered to help and even he ended up was very close to getting stuck in that tree and yeah. he got into a hairy spot too he kind of like was facing up river and started to like back down into where the canoe was and he wanted to hook a rope to it and then power it out pull it out at that spot so every when he would get a little closer it would just it was like choppier he was having hard control in his boat mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff and we were just like bro too dangerous too dangerous just don't. go i don't want to i don't want you to have a problem too oh my god i know can you imagine having that on your conscience and no one was under there and he was there with like his wife or his girlfriend or something yeah so just like bro we'll be all right yeah <laughs> we're safe no we're... one's hurt no one's injured no one's drowned no one's pinned down there so don't don't risk your life on it basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> Damn. i think we tried to get it out but from the vantage point that we had on land and the way that the motor and the battery were tangled up at the time we just we couldn't do it we weren't thinking about the fact that the battery and the motor were tangled we were trying to pull it out with our hands oh yeah on that little rope that richard tied to the tree so we were trying to just be like muscle it out of there and it was nothing crazy hard and he even cut his hands on the rope damn dude yeah like adrenaline you're not even thinking you're just like yanking on it and then you're like it was oh, a rope burn. it was like a little like 550 paracord mm. so it was real small oh, okay. paracord rope that was just like burning through his hands so he got like cuts on his on maybe both of his hands do it trying to pull that out and it never came out so so i was like listen man we'll just leave it like i'm okay just we'll just leave it and go down the river more yeah with, with plans to come back when i think i tried to help us he did actually get uh the life vest oh that's right yeah he did save the life vest it was like floating close to the tree so he got that and like threw it out it it landed in a shit spot. We had to like climb out to, over the water to get it. <laughs> but we still got it. So now we had two life vests, one canoe. Richard gave me a shirt to wear because I was <laughs> without a shirt. And we got back in his boat with only his supplies. All of my supplies, everything, food, uh, beers, clothes, everything was gone. My camera, I had a bag with like, I don't know, five or $600 worth of camera equipment in it. Gone. And no service either. In yeah. this whole area. Of no, course. This, oh, yeah. That was a big point. That is a big point of this whole trip. The yeah. fact that there was no service. Yeah, you're not calling anybody from that spot. No. Nope. So uh, we, we regrouped on the land and we decided to uh, get back in the canoe and head down the river and go to, like, finish out the mission, go to the site and have a good time and then get brought back up. 
How long did you spend around the canoe, like trying to figure it out, or until you're just like, all right, we'll just move on? What do you say, like an hour and a half? Yeah, maybe I was two? Say wow. Maybe right. two hours from like start of the incident yeah. to leaving this area of like. It's a good amount of time. Yeah. Trying to figure everything out. Yeah. I think, we didn't want to lose it. I probably would have called it quiz after like an hour. Like, <laughs> Fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> We've got a dry boat. We're going down the river. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, it had to have been like five, five or six. Four, five, six, something like that. It was getting to where it was like dinner time almost. Yeah. And it gets dark quick out there because the water, the sun goes past those trees pretty quick. And we started seeing, uh, we started hearing like thunder, kind of. Mm, that's true. And we thought it was going to be raining soon. Yeah. So we we're like, okay, we can't be right here. We need to go. Yep. So, got back on the river and his boat. I was in the front. He was in the back. And and I had brought two paddles. He he did bring two paddles. I lost the I lost my two paddles. Oh my so God. it was a good thing because the trolling motor. <laughs> I think ended up dying. Mm-mm. No, I don't think it ever died. The whole oh, that's day. right. It just got really weak. Yeah, essentially, we were running it on low for the last like couple ten miles, <laughs> just trying to yeah. make it there. So I think we got <laughs> that'll come later. <laughs> within like an hour of Dillinger's house, of like an hour on the river, and then it started to like you said thunder some more, and it was getting dark, and. We did not want to be stuck on the river at night, and so we found a pretty good sandbar, and we decided right there, then and there, that that's, we're gonna stay right here. Yeah, we're we're gonna screw our plans. We're gonna spend the night right here, mm-hmm. and then regroup in the morning. And dis- all of our decisions throughout this trip were made on the fly, like just depending on the situation that we were in, what what our what the weather was looking like, what mm-hmm. the river was looking like, what the time was looking like how our resources were looking every decision was just like on the fly okay what do we need to do right now what's our next step <laughs> it was not very well planned at that point it was just well when everything goes to shit yeah it I was mean, just decisions you're, you're, based on the fly yeah your plan's gone yeah <laughs> so what do we we got on we got on shore we had some fun we did some fishing no oh, yeah tried yeah. to make the most of it a couple yeah. fishing poles we did some fishing uh we built a we didn't we didn't bring uh, camping supplies really like overnight stuff I don't think I had a hammock and a tarp you and a yeah you ground did. pad we did have some I or no ground pad actually I didn't lose my hammock in the process or my tent so I guess I I don't know what I was bringing to like sleep in that night hmm maybe you didn't because my tent's upstairs and my hammock's upstairs so I I don't know what I brought to sleep. <laughs> Weird. For that. Evening. Well, that night you slept in a uh, in the so, A-frame yeah. tarp that we designed. We, we did like. <laughs> you slept on some life jackets. Straight up, uh, yeah, straight up roughing it style, just like a tarp strung over a rope in between two trees, strapped to the ground, and we had the life jackets laid on the ground, and that's why I slept. And Richard gave me a blanket as well, which was needed, and he strapped up his hammock to sleep in. So, I think I ended up being colder than you were. Yeah. We spent the <laughs> rest nice of the cozy. night on that, uh, on that island. And I think all the adrenaline that I went through in the ordeal of losing all that stuff and having to pull myself out of the water, it really tired me out. So that night, I slept like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I slept on the dirt, bugs crawling all over me. I slept until, sound. <laughs> sound until 6, 7 a.m. And Richard woke up like I don't know. Would you say like three or four times? Oh, at least, at least, (laughs) cold. 
cold, yeah. had to go pee, had to do all kinds of stuff. I didn't wake up when he was waking up. <laughs> did you guys get to make a fire? Oh, definitely. Oh, yep. We did make a fire. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> we were in the sand. We we what do you what do you do when you get to a campsite? First, number one, find out where you're going to be sleeping. Make mm-hmm. your make your shelter, and then we found out we were going to make a fire and start gathering materials. So yep. we were gathering lumber we were gathering <laughs> sticks and stuff to make a to make this fire dug our little trench like we did have lighters but we didn't have any like kindling yeah no no tinder no on us no nothing like yeah we had lighters to make a flame but everything else we had to like come up from from scratch and we were right on the edge of the river so it was windy through that channel mm, on the yeah. water so we dug a little trench for the for the fire it took us probably an hour to make the to make the fire to like yeah i think we were struggling i i felt like now i am not going to speak for him but i felt like richard was on the verge of being like oh my god like give up give up man. Like, <laughs> i'm not going to get this fire going <laughs> I, was, I was like no something is going to go well on this trip for us <laughs> so we we were both sitting down there like kneeling down blowing on this thing trying to get a fire going it finally got so we it was like that moment from uh, Castaway when he finally makes fire and we're standing there like, yes, yes. Oh, it's a great we reference. Fire. Yeah. Oh man, it felt so like manly. So I was manly. trying to remember what we had for dinner that night. What did we eat? Was that when we had? Did I make had... a bunch of sandwiches? You. Oh. Is that what it was? So in my cooler, I had a, I said I had a bunch of beer, but we also I had hot dogs and a oh, bunch yeah. of like hot dog and uh, condiments like ketchup and relish and mustard. Like we were oh yeah, eating good, good dinner. Oh yeah. And Richard brought like six deli sandwiches. <laughs> oh my god! From home, like white bread, <laughs> yeah. piece of cheese, some ham, some turkey. <laughs> like he, had, I don't know why he made six. Luckily, he made six. <laughs> we <laughs> ate all six. <laughs> we, needed all, we needed all six. Yep. <laughs> but that's what we ate that night. We didn't cook anything on the fire. We just like ate sandwiches. I ate a cold cut sandwich. Drank beers <laughs> and just had a good had a good night under the stars. Really. Yeah. Yeah, because it never rained. I think it might have sprinkled, but yeah. it did not rain like we thought. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Otherwise, you guys would have been cuddled up underneath that right. little tarp. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? You might have slept better, right? Honestly, I probably would have. <laughs> just, just little little spoon, heat. big spoon, exactly. Little spoon style. Yeah, <laughs> that blanket was big enough for you. I, could, I should have invited you over there. <laughs> <laughs> the ground's warm. <laughs> what happens on the island stays on the yeah. island. <laughs> so the next morning we get up, and I don't remember what time, but it was pretty right around sunrise. I think maybe a little after yeah, six thirty-seven, something like that. Sunrise time. Yeah. We had what like three. Three miles? Three or four? I don't remember exactly. So at this point, you were referring to, he had downloaded some maps, which was super smart, um, to like help us figure out where Dillinger's plot of land was and where we were. He So we were sitting, spent a good bit of time sitting there trying to read the map, figure out where exactly we were and how far away Dillinger's spot was. Because oh. we were hoping our idea when we were brainstorming in the morning was okay it's early enough that if we got on the water and we made it to Dillinger's spot there would be people there 
and we'd be able to get a ride back just like we thought. Like if there were people there partying last night, there's no way they're up and gone by seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, no yeah. chance. So that was our plan. Like, okay, we just need to make it to his spot and we'll be all right. So we, we devised our plan. He mapped out how long it would probably take us to get there. And we got got everything loaded, got back on the river. Having a good time. Cruising down the river. Now, at this point, there are some other hairy spots on the river. But we were able to, like, I was able to call out, hey, okay, tree falling down on the right. We need to hug the inside turn. So we worked really well as a team. Yeah, it was good. The rest of this trip. Uh, both of us in the canoe like talking back and forth knowing where to paddle knowing what part of the river to be on at different times like it was well we were a good team in one canoe (laughs) (laughs) one person in each canoe is a different story that's a lot tougher (laughs) i i needed i needed this wake-up call to learn how to how to do these kind of things oh yeah (laughs) so a couple hours go by yeah we make it to dillinger's spot No, we didn't see anybody. Not There's a, nobody there. Not, not a, a soul. soul. So we're thinking it's not the right spot. So it doesn't we, even look like there was a fire last night. Like no. There was no evidence. No People signs of were life? even there last night. Nothing. Oh, shit. No, nothing. So we pull up, get out, and I, I was like, wait, stay with the boat, and I'm going to go walk the surrounding area to see if I can see anybody. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. Have you been to his place before? No. Okay. This was like the the second piece of land that he's got up there. Oh he my sent god! Us like a, I know, right? It's pretty he cool. He sent us like a picture of the map with something drawn on it, like, yep. "Hey, this is it." Okay. Type yeah. Of thing. So you knew you were in the right spot. Yeah. Okay. We well, we thought we weren't when we didn't see anybody for a short time. We <laughs> that's did what think, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that we weren't because, but looking, judging by what he sent us and what we were looking at on the map, it looked like the right spot, and there was no evidence. It looked like. I mean, there was like a place where a fire pit would be mm. and has been in the past. But as far as, you know, a night eight, before, eight, 10 hours ago, there <laughs> being a fire there, no. Nothing. Yeah, it, you should have still seen some like smoke and embers or oh, something yeah. at least. So that was not there. So we were like, oh. Still no service. Crap. Oh. Still no mm. service. We got uh, the maps and everything, but no service. All right, so he downloads his maps. <laughs> you finally get to your destination, which was the original plan to begin with. Yep. And you're still fucked. If everything had gone right, we would have gotten there last the day before, and there would have been nobody there. Yeah. That's what. As we far were, as I know. At this point, we're like, we just got <laughs> fucked. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We, we, our whole plan was to get a ride back at, from that spot. Yep. And there was no evidence that anybody was there to take us back to that spot. Damn. It, it all worked out. So you're just lost on the river now. We're just At this lost point, on yeah. The river. Well, we're not going upstream back to the car. Oh, that's no. a that's a nightmare. That is way too hard for our little trolling motors. Oh yeah. To handle. So the only other option was to go downriver. Keep going downriver. Yep. Go with the river flows. That makes sense, right? Flow with yeah. the river. What does Bear Girl say? If you find oh, a river, yeah. go down river, you will find, You'll find civilization. civilization. Yep, totally. So we were like, okay, that's what we're going to do. And then we knew the next state park, which guarantees there to be a phone and people there, was what, 20 miles? Oh, 15 my miles. God. It wasn't give-ins. It was, there was one in before that. Well, it was a boat landing. Boat landing before that. Yeah. That we thought that... Maybe we'll get service here. This is popular boat landing. A lot of people put in at this place. Yep. And it was like a good eight hours away, I think. 
or eight miles. Yeah, I think eight miles. I, yeah, I, it felt like eight hours to get there. Because <laughs> yeah. as you go down the river, it starts to open up a little bit more, so it doesn't flow as quick. It slows down. So you got to do a lot more paddling. We did that morning. We did do a, quite a bit of maneuvering through the river. There was yeah. some hairy spots, um, and there was parts where he had to like. Uh, I had to paddle us backwards so that we would stop flowing with the river so that he could adjust. He could lift the motor up, turn it off, lift the motor up so it's not in the water and he could plan our way. So I'm sitting there backpedaling and he's like, okay, here in a second, we're going to do, we're going to cut to the left really hard. Okay. So that's what we were doing. Yep. So there was a couple of times where we had to like back up and look at the situation and figure out how to attack it. So that happened quite a bit that morning. Like once again, working amazingly as a team. Like I, that's what kept me going. <laughs> was how good we were working as a team and like knocking all these problems out. Like I was so excited that we were in this dire situation. Did you like a, a skipper the second on a boat? I believe, uh, yeah, it is a skipper. Yeah, yeah. get you a little yep. skipper badge. Which is what I, uh, honestly, I plan on being just a skipper on most of the boat <laughs> rides that I take for a good while in Dude, my life. Dude, I totally feel that. I do have the canoe that flipped over. We were able to get it, and I'll tell you how later in the story, but I don't want to go out on it by myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's always raining. Yeah, it's nope. raining again. So, well, it didn't rain at all when you're on the water though uh, actually the next it day it did dump on us oh of course yeah really hard. really hard jeez as we were coming into that second boat landing that yeah. wade was talking about i was coming into the boat landing that we thought we were going to have uh service cell service mm -hmm. we're coming in there and it, we're hearing thunder and lightning the whole time for a good hour probably or half hour until then and then it just the skies opened up and it just poured on us which we had a sponge, a couple sponges, I think, we used to bail out the water as it was coming in mm -hmm. to avoid getting Jeez. too sloshy. And we were just sitting there just... Yeah, you're already wet. You're not going to get any more wet. Laughing. <laughs> laughing just at the situation that we were in. Just like, yeah. this is crazy. All the things that are happening to us. So we ended up getting to that boat laying. It stopped, it stopped raining. Yep. And people were putting in their kayaks and canoes and having, having a good old time. Pull our phones out no signal i even went around to ask those other people if they had phones or service and nobody no, had damn. anything no yeah so i guess we <laughs> right. could like i mean if we wanted to we were i guess we were too nice to bother them to ask them to ask someone to take us up to our car oh right? yeah which we probably yeah. could have probably someone might have been able to help us or might have helped us but I don't know why we didn't ask him that. We didn't ask anybody to do that. We we asked the guy for a couple cigarettes. Yeah, we did ask him. We, <laughs> we saw him smoking. We were out of cigarettes for a good, like, 24 hours almost. And we were, like, oh, could use God. a smoke. I could use a smoke right now. We were also out of alcohol, and we were slimming down on water. So, Jeez, all the rationings were all the rationings. fading away. I think we made yep. like one sandwich that we were like rationing out between us. You take a bite, I'll take a bite. You and we, take had a like, bite. we had the chug jug that was yep. running low, and that was about it. Oh my God. And we're like, okay. So we're at the boat landing. We're standing on the ground, taking a little break. And we're like, all right, well, 
what's the next thing we do? We'll give Anzus another. <laughs> I think it was like three hours. Three or four hours yeah. down, the, ro- down the river. Yep. And at that place, we knew for sure. That You'd have service, at least. We've been, to, yeah, we've both been there quite a few times, and you definitely have service at Givan State Park. So yep. we were like, we just got to keep going. Yep. So that's what we did. Yep. <laughs> and that part, the river really does get wide. And that, I had the flat back canoe, which when you're paddling it, the flat back on it creates like a drag on it. So you can only go so fast. Oh my god! I think we maxed speed at like three miles an hour, and that was really trying. We had the trolling. He had the trolling motor going. It had been going <laughs> yeah. for a good twenty-four hours, probably over the last two days. So we had the trolling motor at like a super low speed, and we were both paddling for the previous, uh, I would say, five to six hours. Yeah. Up to that boat landing, and all the way to Givans, we were both paddling with the trolling motor going. To go as fast as we possibly could. So we got a good workout. <laughs> I was about to say you you earned oh, yeah. that break. Yep. <laughs> so and it's also wider. Like he said, it's wider at this point of the river. So we're it no it wasn't hairy for the rest of it. Everything was uh Oh, we're getting close. Just we're we're also getting close to the, end of the story though. Yeah. So very, yeah, very it's true. fine. Everything was kind of like uh it was easier at this point we were just going got it synchronized we were synchronized the river was super wide there wasn't any scary parts on the river we just had to make it a certain distance yeah so that's what we did just muscle it out yeah we just kept on going muscled it out and uh who do we call who did you call uh ryan ryan my brother his little brother ryan yep called him up <laughs> no i think at that at the boat landing we called ryan I ended up with like one bar, one little oh. bar for a flash, and I got a hold of Ryan, but he didn't sound like he could hear me, and I couldn't hear him very well. So and his response was, "I'm eating a sandwich." I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't come help you. I'm eating a sandwich. <laughs> it does sound like Ryan though. And right? then it was like the end of the conversation, and Richard tells me, "I was like, are you freaking kidding me?" Like screw Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if now he he didn't know all the details of what was going on. He just was like, hey, I'm eating my lunch right now. I can't come help you. It was a Jersey Mike sub. At the time, all the things that had happened to us, I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, fuck this guy. I mean, that's your moment of salvation. Yeah. And the guy was like, no, like, I'm you not. You come save us, but you're eating up. a sandwich, bro? Yeah. <laughs> no. So Ryan, he told me he must have got the got the message of he like where we were. Message. So he went to that landing. But we didn't think he got the message, oh, so we were like, so well, you went to give we're not going to wait here. We're on the road to Givens. We're on the river to Givens. We he took had off. made it to that boat landing. Oh, shit. If Maybe we realized. just hung out there for another hour, he would have probably showed up, right? Yeah. But then we would have been out of time to keep going down the river if we had waited. Oh, exactly. it was a gambling game. It was. It and was so, like we had to make one choice or the other. And guess who was waiting there? I had... I had uh, the state park when we pull up was Ryan, it him ryan and cody. Ryan, cody oh shit hear him shouting our names and i'm like who the heck is this we couldn't see them they were on like the bank really high up and yeah. they were like richard or what do you yeah. say mallet yeah and we both turned like who was that <laughs> jesus that was such a good feeling <laughs> that was such a good feeling <laughs> so yeah they they both had driven down to that boat landing realized that we weren't there probably got annoyed at us pissed off at us and <laughs> drove up to give and sat there for probably another hour yep. hour and a half two hours almost 
waiting for us and we finally pulled up we called them they're like oh yeah we're right up right up here so they helped us get everything out of the river up to the cars and drove back to the back to richard's car um and i think we conquered <laughs> in this trip it was supposed to be like eight miles on the river and it turned into uh 23 miles yeah on 23 the unexpected yeah unexpected no miles <laughs> <laughs> and my canoe was still stuck uh, Looking back, I'd realized we should have made a clearer message, other than just tying it off that nobody was injured. Oh yeah, because we found point. out later that DNR found the boat and was worried that somebody had died. Oh yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, so to me, even to, though we tied it off, to me tying it off is enough of a reference to be like, yeah, there's no one down there. The it's tied to a tree. How would you make a message anyway? That's the other thing. We didn't have any like paper or anything. We just was like smear mud on there and hope it stays. <laughs> right. Or make it out of rocks or something. Just drop a deuce. Put and... an arrow. <laughs> Bear Grylls would have put an arrow. He said, I, I went mean, down river. Yeah. He would, yeah. What would Bear Grylls do? Just some rocks on the ground. Yep. An arrow pointing down river. Yeah. God. That is like the theme for this episode. Is like, what would Bear Grylls do? What would Bear Grylls do? We <laughs> you can't tell. He's a big. We're a big fan. <laughs> we asked ourselves that the whole time. All right, what what would Bear Grylls? <laughs> what would he do next? So oh, got us man. through a lot of stuff. Yeah, so we got through that. DNR uh, helped our buddy uh, Earl get the boat out. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, maybe a week later, we drove back down there and got the got the canoe and some of the supplies. Yeah, they were able to pull out of the river and save for us. Um, not a whole lot of things, uh, but yeah, we we survived. Survived. We learned some stuff. That's crazy. And then we went back out again. And then we had such a good time that we had to do it another another trip. Yeah, <laughs> to a different spot. <laughs> And that's where we'll uh, we'll take a break, catch my breath, maybe eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Pass a sandwich over here when you're done. <laughs> oh, that is ridiculous. Like I've I've caught little bits and pieces of this, like as it ha- like you guys got back and I heard a little bit, but I immediately was like, all right, don't tell me too much. We're gonna do this in a <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> so a lot of this I have not heard yet, and that's ridiculous. I think the funniest part to me is the fact that you got. To your goal point. Oh yeah, and there's still no one there. And no, no one, was, one there. was there. That's like what? We still point? don't know what happened with that. Have you even like messaged? Ian yeah, I talked to him, but I, I just don't. I don't think. But we we classic discovered, Yeah, <laughs> new rule. Unless this is like your super good like long term friend, probably just like don't lean don't lean on certain people. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, at least make a firmer plans. Yeah, yeah. I think least, this yeah. was a little bit last minute trip, it, wasn't it? That and we could have like made him real like made sure that he realized that he was our lifeline. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good not point. Sure how well More communication. Of, we communicated True. that like we're going to need you there. Yeah. I don't think we necessarily communicated that as well as we could have. Now yeah. other people knew you were out on the boat though, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I knew, knew, but you knew we were out on the boat. Yeah. Whitney knew um that we were spending the night out there that's about yeah i think the first time we were able to talk to anybody to let anybody know we were okay was when the following day when we got to that message out to ryan yeah and then givans which was anybody know that anybody yeah when we saw them at givans they were like wait where's your canoe (laughs) and we had to give them that whole story at that time Yeah. <laughs> Have we got a tale for you? <laughs> Sit down for this one. <laughs> I know, right? That's crazy. And w- 
it cracks me up even more now because this upcoming story is even more ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that one's pretty scary. Yeah, I'd won't... say more scary for me. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely even yeah. more scary than this. I would say episode. the bits and pieces that I've caught from Wade, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely more of a endangered situation. But as yeah. a caveat, I would go out on the river or lake with this guy again. Oh, anytime. Oh, <laughs> this pound me, dude. <laughs> Skipper for life. Skipper for life. I had such a good time both times. I was super scared both times. The thrill of the adventure. But I, would, oh, I wish I would not have taken it back. Yeah, that's Either good. Either one. Near life situation. Yeah, I love yeah. it. All right, we're going to take a break. You can hear a word from our sponsor for this episode. And we'll be right back with another story. Today's episode is sponsored by Dan Riley with Dan Riley Music. Thank you, Dan. Your artistic patronage was perfect for this podcast. And for those listening, you can listen to his beautiful voice. Dan, I don't know if you have music on Spotify. I'm doing a terrible ad right now. But you can listen to his voice on Instagram with Dan Riley Music. So go listen to him sing a bunch. Like on the beach. It was wonderful. It was very nice. Once again, thank you, Dan. This episode goes out to you, brother. <laughs> All right, break's over. I'm glad you enjoyed that sponsored ad. Wade has some drink. <laughs> <laughs> And so we're going to move on to the second story, which is the more scary one. And Rich is going to give us some some information. Go uh, ahead, homie. All right. Uh, this this adventure takes place on Lake Moultrie, in South Carolina. One of the uh, one of the two Santee Cooper lakes, the smaller one of the two, but it's still ninety two ninety three square miles. It's more circular, so it's a big lake, very big lake. And this trip, I think, was. It was 13.5 miles total. Mm. Back and forth? A like round trip. L- round trip? Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. It felt so much bigger than that. Now, this, this trip did not... This was an afternoon trip. This is what this intended to be. We had a motor. Not even an overnight. No. Nope. Just a couple hours. Like a few hours. I think we got out there at like 2.30. Mm. Might have started at like 2.40. We went about five miles to uh, like a beachy campsite area, not also, camping there. Also to like set the scene. So we're th- at this point, we're in the same boat. Yes, we the same flatback. We didn't start flat out with two. Yep. Um, no, did we take the flatback on this one? Yeah. Okay. So we're in the flatback canoe. And we also have a dog with us. Yep. Yep. There's a us. dog. Yeah. Um, who is uh, Richard's sister, Rachel's dog. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a good, good dog, good camping dog? <laughs> she didn't have any problems the whole most of the trip. She was very go with the flow. She was very go with the flow. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, I don't know too many animals that would have done all the things that we had to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So some of the things we we packed to take out there with us was uh, two, you know, beach chairs, a cooler with some snacks, some beers. Some dog food. No, no dog food. We got water. Dog treats. Dog treats. Water. water. 
uh, um, little bowl for for the dog to drink water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a f- couple fishing poles. Very temporary trip. Very temporary. This Only... was supposed to be like four to five hours total. Max. Yeah. Max. <laughs> like back, like being in the car five hours later. Um, and the weather was beautiful. Home. It was a gorgeous, clear sky, sunny day. So. Yeah, we always check the weather beforehand. By the way, <laughs> just yeah, it, it may seem like we don't, but, but we definitely got to take what's handed to you. Yeah, I mean we're in Charleston. Yeah, yeah it rains all the time. It's yeah. crazy. So, go ahead. So, we motor out to the spot, and I think that it's a little two point five horsepower motor, so nothing crazy, but it can go like five six miles an hour. So it took us about forty five minutes, maybe an hour, to get to the spot we were going to. The lake was pretty fairly calm you know i wouldn't say it was choppy at all really no and we get out there and we're having a great time and doing the goal some fishing. was to uh, the goal was to go to a certain spot yep that richard had found on a lake where there was a trail off of it yep and we were we were the <laughs> this was a this was a scoping out spot to try to find a, a nice camping space yeah right so which we i've camped there before there, though find out like if this is a good camping spot okay you can't there before yeah uh, well <laughs> check up on that camp spot you know make sure that it's still good to go exactly yep. do a little exploring around it yep. see what we could do around it and then we were gonna be get back in the boat and coming back yeah hour there you know the wind was blowing in the same direction it was when we left so we figured it'd take about like 45 to an hour to get back and so we hung out at the spot for probably uh two hours maybe yeah we went uh, we went walking through the woods and yeah. we found that trail next to the big uh big ditch yeah creek type thing yeah right? i don't even know what that was i don't, I don't either it's, i think it's part of a managed la- land for like hunting so mm. like okay. a flooding definitely area. a scare of alligators lots of gators um oh yeah we even had someone drive by us while we were hiking through there uh on the on the trail and he was like, oh, yeah, watch out ahead on the turn. There's a mama gator with some yeah. babies. We did see the Ooh. the nest and a few see, baby gators. We didn't see the mama gator. But nope. Yeah, we saw a couple baby gators, like probably like two-foot-long little baby gators floating through the little water going into the nest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, it's more terrifying, I think, if you see the baby gators and you don't see the mama. Oh, yeah. Lurking. Like, I don't know where she is. And she we're sees with you. the dog, right? So he was like, oh, dude, keep track of that dog. Like, <laughs> Good point. Like, you don't want the dog mm-hmm. to go wandering where you... Don't where go you... drink water off the bed. Exactly. Yep. Like, exactly. So we're, we, were a little, we were being cautious, but we were having a good time. Oh, yeah. Walking down trail... Uh, we decided to go back to the camp spot. Yep. Oh, uh, at this at this place this time of the year, I guess when we went there was it must be like mating season. Oh yeah, like a hatch, a hatchery, a hatching season mm. or mating season for a certain kind of uh, bug that we still don't know what kind of bug. No, it was. but it was. I mean, there was tens of millions of these little flying. Uh, gnat style bugs. yeah they were they didn't bite us they didn't sting us there was no like uh attack no they were just all they would all definitely crawl all over place. you yeah, all over but they wouldn't everything. do anything like up in your nose and everything yeah, hitting you like, in the face yeah. hitting you in the legs just a lot of tickling feelings okay well it's not like crawling into your no, body exactly no, 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 no. yeah Ooh. not trying to get inside you but like definitely uncomfortable yeah loud too we were like what's that noise oh wait that's the bugs you could hear the buzzing (laughs) of their wings like 
Damn. you could hear that how many there Damn. were um at the at the site and so we we're just fishing on the bank yeah having a good time i think five o'clock rolled around or it was coming up on five o'clock and we were like you know it's about time to the sky, to get out of here the sky's still beautifully blue mm-hmm. no clouds no clouds so we're like all right let's pack up the boat and get out of here well, well not only do before we decided that richard was like hey it looks like the water's starting to uh, get a little wavy. Like it's getting oh, a little yeah. choppy out there. And maybe like five minutes ago, I'm like, mm, maybe we should pack up the boat and yeah. Know, and at that time, here. it had really picked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It it within ten minutes, it went from calm to like, uh, ten miles an hour. Ten miles an hour, two foot waves almost. <laughs> Definitely choppy. You get like that lake effect. Foot to yeah. two foot mm-hmm. waves. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So that's when we were like, oh, God, we need to We got to go if we're going to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we had a heading to go, and the heading was d- kind of directly in the line of wind, which is where the waves are coming out. But mm-hmm. you want to hit those waves at like an angle. So we kind of did like a little zigzag to get out around the – it was an island that we were going to go around. But we got about halfway there, and those waves were rough. We were taking on water. Oh. having to bail out the boat go real real slow and i was I mean, like i was soaked yeah wade was getting soaked the, the dog was, was sitting there the boat just like splashing in uh, my whole i was getting a splash of waves up like head high like get, hitting me in the face dang and we had he had he we had one uh sponge yeah one that, sponge that richard had in the back which was where most of the weight was so that's where all the water in the boat was going to fall back to so he had the sponge i took my shirt off mm, yep. and started bailing out water with my shirt in the front of the boat because it had like it wasn't just in the middle channel of a canoe it was coming everywhere it was starting to come in a little everywhere. higher than that yeah Damn. so i took my shirt off and i was like i wasn't doing anything but like sticking it down in the bottom of the boat soaking up water Ringing it out outside the water, sticking it down, soaking up water, <laughs> ringing it out outside. Yep. He was controlling the boat, <laughs> using the sponge to bail out water, and guiding us wherever we were. <laughs> this man had—he was multitasking like crazy, trying to keep us afloat. At this point, we both had life jackets on. Yeah, we were, it was getting here. Even he was the like, dog. Bro, put your life jacket on. All right, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. And yeah. now, peep the whole time that we were on the water had the life jacket on the yep. dog the dog always had a life jacket on while we were doing this oh by yeah the way. very safe yeah <laughs> we want to take care of her first <laughs> so this island that that we passed on the way in would would block the wind so the back side of it was really calm so as we were getting closer to it because we were going to go around it i was like we got to pull in here and reevaluate because this we've got a long hairy. way to go this a is long. too hairy for yeah. this amount of distance yep we need to we need to stop like we yeah you know we need to pull over here and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on. So we stopped, got out of the boat. I think we went and walked around, or did we check the weather? Luckily, I tied the boat off because we weren't going to because it was so calm at that time yeah. in that little cove part. But we tied the boat off, and we are like, oh, let's go let's explore this little baby island, right? Yeah, see it on the windward side. And it only kept getting worse. The wind was picking up. Dang. It probably got up to like 15, we 15 did miles even, an hour, I think. In order yeah. to get there... Like, we did have to do a little climbing and, like, lift the dog over some parts. Yeah, it was very an overgrown island. It was like a, I would say, it's like an island, but the walls had been eroded away, yeah. eroded mm-hmm. away by the by the lake. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, like, the, the walls of the island were above our heads, were like 8 to 10 feet 
high of just like sand ridge and then grass and trees were above that oh yeah so we had to do a little climbing to get up there we were all able to get up there and like there were already trails on the island right so like people, a rough trail yeah had a definitely oh yeah already people. been there yeah because we found a like a broken grill a collapsed um all, like a like a pop-up tent. pop-up tent yeah hmm. not a tent but like a like an awning covering found some tiki torches mm-hmm. okay Pretty cool yeah Definitely, it was a campsite, a campsite for some people at some point. Yeah. So very quickly, we realized that we were going to be staying there because we're not going to risk capsizing the boat in the middle of this 93 square mile lake yeah. to get back to our car. Which so, is also another thing. We did have cell service the entire we did. time this time. Yeah. So we were able to let people know where we were, but we weren't going to like call uh no, a rescue. We didn't need this to be was rescued. No rescue no. mission at this time. <laughs> at this time, yeah. <laughs> at this time, there was no need for rescue. We were just, we were safe. We were cool. So but we, we did have service, so we could look look up the weather yep. and see what the weather was going to look like. And we saw that it was about what was it, ten o'clock at night? It was going to start to fall off. Ten or eleven? Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, we realized, all right, well, we're going to stay here. Let's get a fire going. This is and... good, like, 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so it's... We're like, it's going to be dark before this, whatever's going on right now, yeah. calms down. Yep. <laughs> so we made the camp again and yeah. hung out there. On the fly decisions. Waiting for the uh, the wind to slow down so that the, the ocean, or not the ocean, the lake wouldn't be so choppy. And... Yeah. Just... What do we do at camp? What do we do at camp? Oh, we've got a fire. So, well, I raked all the leaves away so that we wouldn't have any snakes. There was around. already like a, <laughs> uh, there yep. was already like a fire pit style, like a bunch of rocks in a circle. That's nice. So we knew where a fire pit was supposed to be, even though there was uh, trees like overgrown in that area. We like that was where people were put a fire before. So we were like, okay, this is a fire pit. We found like a fold-out table. Yeah, that we had to use to block the wind from because it was fire. so windy. Yeah, so we popped Smart. out the table, laid it on its side, and like used it to into the face of the wind to block the wind. That's what Bear Grylls would do. Oh yeah, use <laughs> what you resources. Got. Yep. <laughs> and we went scavenging, finding all kinds of twigs and leaves and stuff, and we oh, found yeah. uh, a massive snake. Oh god. Oh shit! What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While we were doing that, like I said, there were already people on the side, so there were already trails quote-unquote trails places where like animal trails. we could tell that people had walked so we went we split ways right and i went kind of like picking up close around the campsite and richard went back a little ways and walked in the to the i would say the top of the island yeah it was like the the, the very middle the the point yeah the point yeah, the high ground it wasn't the hot it wasn't very high no but it was the high ground <laughs> yeah the island. it's very flat here <laughs> and i heard and i'm in the distance and i hear oh oh no oh <laughs> I reached down and I swear. Oh, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you all right? <laughs> right next to this stick had to have been like a snake, black snake, about as thick as like I don't know, like, like a, a arm. Yeah, like as thick as your arm. Holy shit! And this man. was its tail. What? Yes. Which you means didn't it's only bigger on the other end. Well, it wasn't like coiled up or anything. No. Was it moving? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, away, away from you yeah alright that's good <laughs> so we rendezvoused back at the fire he didn't, he didn't tell me any of that at the time I, like, I just heard all kinds of oh my god oh my god and I, and I was like are you are you alright are you alright I'm coming back to you and he was like no 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 <laughs> I'm coming to you. Stay where you are. <laughs> and so him, he came back around and was like, oh, 
there's a massive snake over there. Do not go up that path. <laughs> and at that point, we got ourselves some sticks, and we used those every time we walked around. We'd bang the sticks in front of us. So Smart through all the brush and everything. For the entire time, we, we continued on that island. Which was super scary because at one point, it got very dark. Oh, yeah. We were wearing headlamps, and that was the only light we had. Mm. And so we're walking through these little, like, I would, I would call it a trail because you could tell where you're supposed to walk. But it wasn't... Um, I mean, it wasn't like cleared off or anything. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I it get it. It wasn't cleared off. So it's you're less brush in the you're way. You're just walking through this area, like hitting the leaves and hitting the bushes around you, scared as hell, like there's a snake right there the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, I can feel that. You're setting the scene. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So it's right. that. Luckily, we did bring the chairs. Yes. So we pulled it, popped the chairs out. Sat, up, sat by the fire. No food or anything. Once again. Well, we had a bowl of peppers, <laughs> some hummus. <laughs> we, had a pe- we had a bowl of cut up peppers and some hummus. That's barely a snack. We had a log of summer sausage. We had a oh, log God. of summer sausage and a, and a half of a Harris Teeter sandwich. That's right. That yeah. you brought. Yep. From, that you were eating that morning. Always about that sandwich. <laughs> Gotta have a deli sandwich when yep. you go. <laughs> well, once again, we weren't planning on spending the night. It's a good thing we overpack for food. Yeah, we definitely. That's yeah. one thing. We overpack for food. <laughs> and in most cases, it's not overpacking because we end up eating it it's all. It's just the right amount <laughs> or not even enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, so you, the plan is that you're going to wait out until it calms down about like 11 o'clock. Yep. All right. And so that 11 o'clock rolls around. All we did was sit by the fire and just wait, really. Listen so, to the waves. Listen to the waves. And Which was always loud. Oh, yeah. We thought at around like 11.30, I think, it sounded like it had calmed down a good bit. A lot compared to what it was. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, looks like now's our now's our opportunity. It's dark. It's pitch black. New moon, too. So oh, no God. moonlight. No moonlight. And at this point, I want to... Uh, <laughs> we're sitting at the fire, and we're discussing our plans. Yeah. And I was like, hey, all right, Richard, we have a very serious conversation right right now. What happens when things go south? What happens we get out on the water? And the boat capsizes. And, yeah, worst case scenario. And the water is too choppy and the boat capsizes. Like, what do what do we need to do? Because this is sound, that's like worst case scenario. I need to know what to do because I don't know. Yeah, in the moment, you don't want someone trying to tell you no, what exactly. to do. We wanted to. I wanted to plan because this was one. This is like a horse nightmare. Yeah, that situation. sounds terrifying. Yeah, pitch black. So he was like, ass I don't even want to think about that." <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, I know. Neither do I. But we have to. Like, you need to tell. You'll probably know exactly what to do. I'm not gonna know what to do. What I tell you." You said, "I was like, do I need to try? Do we need to try to flip the boat over? Do we need to try to get back in the boat?" He's like, "No." That's not what we need to try to do. That will be way too hard. We in the daylight, you might have. In the daylight? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> in pitch black? In pitch black, we need to get the we need to get the dog. Mm-hmm. Although you were, he was tethered to the dog at this point. Like yeah. when we were going to go out on the water. That's a good he, idea. He's like, I'm going to be tethered to the dog. Peep's not going to be able to get away from me if, the, if anything bad happens. And he was like, what we need to do is make sure both of us are okay. He's like, make sure you're okay. Like, call out to me. We'll call out to each other. And then we're going to swim to the shore, which is probably going to be like an hour-long swim or more than that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, because of where we were off the sh- offshore. It was yeah. a pretty good distance. 
like he said, 93 mile. But we weren't in like the middle miles. of the lake. We were closer to the edge. We weren't in the middle, but if, if you're sitting where we were sitting, it looked like the middle. It sure did. It was a scary distance Plus you're to the shore. Swimming in windy, choppy, dark ass weather, you're not guaranteed that you're going straight in the best path possible. Exactly. You're After gonna, your heart's already racing from yeah. tipping, capsizing. Right. Oh yeah, it'd be so easy to get disoriented and not know where you're going, and then you could just swim all the time. It, if oh, you, you anybody, have a fancy watch. Did you have that watch? Yeah, yeah, he did. I used it the entire time. I'm if so anybody, glad. In that situation, was sitting where we were when it was choppy in the middle of the darkness. It would look like the shore was way too far to swim. That makes sense for me. It looked like because there's no lights either. A ridiculous and it looked like it was miles and miles away Mm -hmm. to swim. Yeah. To for 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 me. (laughs) Since I pointed it out and people listening can't see it, Mm -hmm. what are you wearing? A Garmin Phoenix 6. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. fancy it's fancy. a GPS watch, so you can use it to track your location. And it has a boating mode, so that it'll give you a heading based on the direction you're traveling, not the direction that your watch is facing. Oh. So as long as you keep your heading going in the same direction, you can quickly see if you're staying on course, not going in circles. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. So you weren't like... Totally without exactly. Uh, you had it was super tool. useful because his phone was about to die. I think, or it I had think already I, died. No, because we used it for. Oh no, you're right. We used my phone, your phone for the satellite imagery. For the satellite imagery, but his watch was our really like our tool yeah. to track to track us. The back. battery on this thing is it'll go for days or months. If That's you fantastic. To. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we decided to get back on the water. We were like, the waves are calm enough. Let's do, let's do it. Let's give it a go. We're gonna go back home. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so we packed up everything, put the fire out safely. Yep. Peed on it, nice and nice and good, both of us. What yeah. time is this? Probably eleven forty-five. Yeah, close midnight Almost or close midnight. to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was pitch black. We walked through the woods scarily. All these bugs, by the way, this entire time. Those bugs that I said were hatching, hitting you in the face. Still. They're yeah. attracted to the light. So like headlamps, I was wearing a headlamp. Oh. They're just straight pound. Like if you open your mouth, you're swallowing bugs. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. It is awful. It was just an attack. Anytime you went through any kind of protein. Uh, it gives me like, goosebumps. I don't like that. Any kind of brush. If you're on the beach in the sand, you're safe. They're not really attacking you any kind of brush any like uh plants around you they're just destroying you so we were walking through the through the island to get there and i just have he did he had like a uh a, a flashlight in his hand and i had the headlamp mm-hmm. and i'm just getting in my i was leading the way back to the boat and i was just getting attacked like uh i definitely swallowed like 10 bugs probably nice in this trip it was great Really good protein. Really kept me. Oh going. yeah, <laughs> kept you strong. Bear Grylls would have eaten them. Yeah. Oh yeah, just running around with his mouth open. He probably would have had his mouth open. Yeah, look at all this free food. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there was no snake attacks. No snake attacks. Right. Nope. So we got back to the boat, loaded up. Yeah. Oh, one thing we did skip over. We we were looking. This was at the time that uh, Neil Wise. Uh, oh yeah, the comet. The, the comet yeah. was flying through. This was the time of the year when Neowise, the comet, was visible in the night sky. So at at sunset, and a little, for an hour after, we walked back to the boat to watch the sunset, which was freaking beautiful. Yeah, right, pretty. 
and we couldn't we didn't see the comet um but we had made a couple trips i guess the point of that was we were making a couple trips back and forth between the boat and camp Mm -hmm. um from the shore to the camp and so it's probably like 300 yards maybe while i what i said earlier luckily i tied the boat off because when we came back the boat was like stretching the rope that i tied it off oh, to okay. into the water if i hadn't tied it off we might have lost the boat yeah it was a good chance oh yeah sheesh better safe than sorry right yep always <laughs> always all right <laughs> so which would have been definitely call someone yeah to come help us type of situation oh yeah um all right yeah so so you're going back fast forward to midnight yeah we get back on the boat we go back it's calm right on the other side of that island right yeah it's still the windless side yep and we're and he we're tracking from his watch and he's like okay head this way head this way and the waves are getting bad yep luckily they're to our backside so we're not like getting hit in the like i'm not hitting the wave front front end getting splashed up in me yeah but we are definitely we were bobbing pretty hard bouncing up and down pretty good having a hard time keeping our heading too because of those waves not because we couldn't go fast. Mm-hmm. You go fast. That's when you started to get we really like some swamping. Use the trolling motor at the in this kind of way. Yeah, idling it. Well, basically, we tried to go, and we decided that it is not calm enough yet. So we're going to turn back around, and so we tried to go back to the island, but we couldn't make it back because the wind was pushing us away, and we couldn't go oh. fast enough to break the wind and not get swamped. We got far enough that we wanted to turn back, but we couldn't. Yeah. We so we had to. Fuck basically let the wind push us to shore and not in the direction necessarily the direction that we wanted to go we made a final decision like okay we need to get out of the middle of the lake yeah although we weren't really in the middle middle quote unquote right we're in the open yeah you just want to get back to land exactly we wanted to get close to shore yeah so so. we get closer to the the shore and it's very um very swampy there's lots of trees all around lots of um i guess you call them little bays and so we found this little bay and it was the wind was pretty calm in there and so we moseyed up to a tree wade tied the front of the boat off i threw an anchor out in the back i think or maybe i didn't i don't remember i don't think he did we just let the waves kind of float us the the wind was pushing us away yeah and we decided that the best safest thing we could do was sit down and wait again shit yep so we went yeah we at this point we're pretty tired too this was like a little uh cove full of like uh, lily pads and tall grass surrounding it. There was no real like ground for us. So to, you're not getting out of the get boat. Out of yeah, the there's boat no place to get on. out. There was no uh, ground. Yeah, it was like well, you tall could, grass I guess. sticking out of You'd the be wet. water. <laughs> lily pads all around us. All kinds of animal sounds. Um, but yeah, we just tied the boat off to a tree. Let it. Let the waves and the wind float us to the middle of this little bay, little cove, and we just pop those chairs back out yeah in the boat (laughs) and just like laid down in these chairs in the canoe oh my god watch the stars for the next like three or four hours i immediately about fell asleep he (laughs) i was exhausted i could not sleep i slept pretty good that time (laughs) i just switched spots yeah (laughs) i will tell you the stars the the reason i love this trip so much not only because we had like crazy uh situations and adventures and while we were in the middle of the water, so my biggest fears is like being in the middle of the water with no land around me and 
floating like being out without a boat like having to sit there and bob in the water that's that's a huge fear of mine that's why i don't really even go in the ocean when we go to the beach i hate it and i don't like the darkness like that <laughs> so we're it was in the middle of the night we're i was panicking that we were gonna flip over <laughs> in the middle of this lake my heart was racing like crazy uh this was a for me the scariest time um i think of my life Damn. And so that was when we decided to go back to this cove at the same time i'm looking up and seeing the like you could this is the first time richard i i believe as many times has seen the milky way in the night sky he's taking pictures you can go on his instagram <laughs> or wherever he posts Richard nodded else. by the way he posts pictures <laughs> Richard nods <laughs> he has seen the Milky Way so many times it's spectacular this was the best I've ever seen it the most like vivid colors in the night sky I've ever seen the Milky Way it was so a really I, good situation to see it there's yeah. no clouds in the sky there was a new moon so the, it was yeah, just no, in the middle of a lake in the middle of the lake <laughs> the darkest situation you could possibly darkest, ask for in in the environment that we were in in yeah. the state probably yep. that we were in yeah so like <laughs> the scariest time of my life we're on the water like bobbing up and down and i'm just like getting distracted by the sky <laughs> by the stars in the sky and i just couldn't stop looking up that's probably a good thing right keep you distracted yeah yeah from the also being in the front of the canoe i had no control like i had a paddle but i couldn't really do anything i had to rely on richard the whole time so which made me even more scared not because of richard but just like in general you don't have control yeah, you're, la- la- you're even more control. scared mm-hmm. totally. so then when we got to the bay and we popped the chairs out he fell asleep i could not fall asleep because i was just looking at the stars so much yeah it was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life i think scariest time of my life most beautiful thing in my life that's a good combination right there within within a couple within an hour oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) it was wild so like four three or four hours i'd say we yeah i slept for like two three hours and then we maybe i think i woke up and it was calm i definitely at one point i was like are you asleep (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) and we're like it kind of seems like it might be calm out there yeah it was quiet very quiet. So we'll uh, we'll try to we'll try to go, which I guess we keep going back. I the first time we went back on the water, I was holding a flashlight up in the front of the boat mm-hmm. um, to try to like help help him navigate where we were going and see the waves in front of us, so that he knew how to attack the waves so we don't capsize. Right. Um, which was a bad call. Oh. Looking back on it now. Yeah in hindsight we should have uh at that time all because a flashlight is so bright and we had no other light around us i would all we change your eyes was Mm -hmm. where the flashlight was everything else pitch black we couldn't see the rest of anything shit that's it's not something i would have thought of right so while we were sitting in the cove we had no lights on no flashlights no nothing our eyes got so used to the darkness that the light of even the, the stars yeah the stars yep was lighting around us we could see is everything we needed to be able to see all right plus navigation too because you can use certain stars for a heading which is what we did yep so we came out of that little cove to see if it was calm not using any flashlights nope and we we were like okay it's calm enough like we can go so we started 
heading our way back to the back to where the truck was back to the dock that we took off from at uh four o'clock in the morning i would say probably. yeah yep um using the motor a little bit and paddling a little bit no lights and we just use the stars to light our way we were able to see whatever trees were in the middle of the lake that we had to avoid yep. islands we were able to see everything i think we even pulled up a stars. Uh, satellite imagery just to be sure where all these little trees and stumps were and what's cool is his watch tracked our path out to where we were mm-hmm. so we were able to kind of like realign ourselves with oh, the path that we went nice. out on yeah and we followed that back to where the car was holy shit that was a lifesaver yeah, yeah. it's pretty awesome it was good yeah. investment yeah it's pretty yeah, for so that much. situation you should email them and be like hey guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> saved my life yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> but it but it was uh it was so cool it the silence of the night we actually for a good while we didn't use the motor to yeah to save it and we just paddled so just paddling pitch black darkness all so quiet by the light of the stars so quiet you could hear the birds a little bit a little mm-hmm. bit of the critters oh yeah because it's starting new days coming exactly yeah <laughs> everything like it was just uh so serene so calming and to cap it all off the the new moon that i said it was it was coming i think off of a new moon so it would have been that crescent moon mm. the sliver you that we rose up as we were getting back to not the until yeah four four thirty yeah maybe five o'clock we could see the moon we were using the north star to help guide us mm-hmm. like I felt like a pirate or like <laughs> I know, someone like <laughs> two hundred years ago trying to sail across the seas like yeah. we were just like all right this is where we need to go well it was it was so awesome uh, scary and awesome scary for a little bit awesome for the last like few hours. Yep. of us just traveling the lake it was not choppy while we no, were, it was glass it was beautiful it was glass mm-hmm. what we were waiting for we just didn't wait long enough the yeah. first time <laughs> well no uh, yeah it was like well you want to wait try again at midnight or you want to wait till four in the morning <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly and we didn't have any camping equipment so yeah. like we weren't trying to camp there not we a... didn't have hammocks or tarps or anything nope it was uh it was a uh, like i like the last story fly by the seat decisions like mm-hmm. every hour we were like reassessing the situation trying to figure out what we needed to do and uh in the end it turned out to be a good trip like we both <laughs> got there and That's hugged each other crazy. on the dock yeah we're like, like we didn't die we finished <laughs> i could just survived. picture like y'all two hugging and like peeps in the middle of y'all guys it's like this big family <laughs> kissing the ground well, they like napped in the boat too for oh yeah a good while while richard was napping <laughs> yep. like it she was having a blast the whole time too the, all those little bugs i was talking about she was trying to grab them i bet she was i could see her just nipping at them. <laughs> yeah, nipping at them <laughs> she was like almost uh when we we were camping out on the island she was like keeping guard oh yeah behind us she would always like uh she was paying attention behind where we, we were facing the fire she was facing the other way and at one point she like stood up and we could tell she had seen something and it and it was, it was like we both got alert we we're like oh what's going on turned around it was a rat yeah yep. oh, running around on the island yeah but if it was something more dangerous we would have been alerted by pete like mm-hmm. pete was totally our, like uh Little Life security line. alarm. Yeah, That's little good. Security alarm in that situation. Like she was awesome for that. Oh, uh, but yeah, everything. It turned out great. But in the midst of it, it was freaking. It was a challenge. Terrifying. A challenge for sure. Quite the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like the loss of your senses 
totally changed the game. Yeah. You talking about the pitch, light? Yeah, pitch black yeah. like that and the, like the choppy waves is way a different experience than just being like mid afternoon and oh, dude. and you're like trying to figure out how to do something like that. Oh like, yeah. I can't see the fuck I'm doing or where Nothing. I'm going really. Nothing. And most people yeah. that have boats I'm sure there are boats are way bigger than what we had as a canoe and a trolling motor. They Fifteen foot canoe, pretty wouldn't small. Have had <laughs> yeah. a problem. No. Getting back in that water. I don't think so. But yeah. the because of the equipment we had, it was a huge, uh, over like. And in a matter of thirty seconds, not thirty seconds, thirty minutes, the weather completely changed. Almost. Ridiculous. Yeah. So fast. I would say less than thirty minutes. It went from calm to. Dude, we gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and it, but it never rained. No, it didn't rain once. The, no, cloud, the so skies. Weird. It was so weird because the skies were super clear. Like there was maybe one or two clouds, and they weren't big. They were like cumulus clouds, like or cirrus clouds, like yeah. really puffy, sunny, nice day clouds. And the winds just so the, took uh, over on the side of the lake that we were on. We were on the northern side. And the wind was coming from the south to the north. So it had the entire lake, the entire 90 square miles of lake oh, to, to, build, to up. build up wake and just ram us. Damn. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both situations. Because if we were on the other side of the lake, we would have likely been fine. Yeah. And yeah. we couldn't, there That's was crazy. no real way to predict that. Like we, we both looked at the weather individually before we even got together to go on this trip yeah it looked fine it's that lake effect yeah you gotta count for it it's nuts it we know about it now uh made me respect the lake even more and i definitely respect the river even more oh uh, but that lake i went it went from this like in my head being a lake to being like an ocean-sized lake mm-hmm. it's massive for that time period it felt so much bigger than what you would see on a map or what anybody would call a lake uh, yeah exactly it mm-hmm. blew my mind how scary it was to to think that i had to swim to that shore way the hell over there oh that would have freaked me? me out yeah i'm right there with you that's not something i would want to do <laughs> neither me neither <laughs> nope that was funny because i had to work at the bakery that night so when i got home in the morning i was like man well it's still not here <laughs> that's crazy and then i took a nap I woke up, he was here. I'm like, hey, what's up, party animal? Because I just assumed y'all got back and he went over to your house and y'all started like hanging out and drinking yeah. and he just passed out there. Nine times out of 10, if I'm not home when Caleb wakes up for work, it's because I'm at your house drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, we almost died last night. I was like, oh, what? It was not what I was expecting. <laughs> Give me the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> Way different. Give me the story. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that the blackness and having like swim and capsize—that's that's that, terrifying. Because even in like the first story, once you were in Richard's canoe, at least you were you and you were safe. Yeah. Like you were, there's not really a big chance of y'all flipping in the Edison. And even if you did, it's, there's like no really gators or anything around there or anything like that. So it's and the shore's a lot freaking closer. Yeah, yeah. feet. So in feet terms away. of yep. flipping, that's not a big deal, but. All Open black, water. having to swim, getting lost and tossed around. Nah. And all the gators that are out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys had gators. No, oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, no fucking thank you. There's a lot of them out any there. Any shore that we would have gone to would have been a grassy shore 
full of weed like grass yep. growing out the water so we would have had to swim through that to get to the shore it wouldn't have been like a sandy beach nope. sitting there waiting for us no. No. oh my god yeah it would have been rough if we had capsized <laughs> we would have survived but it would have been rough i got so many goosebumps the story right now. would have been wild way more wild oh yeah and that's how i lost my pinky yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> two guys an and a dog went into the water <laughs> <laughs> only one came out <laughs> Name that movie. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Jaws. Yeah, it is correct. Oh. Oh, shit. Either that or Master of Disguise. Also correct. (laughs) (laughs) Two. two. (laughs) Yeah, all right. So I know Wade. uh, Oh, you seem to perk up when I said that. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I know that you came home with Chick-fil-A. Was that y'all's victory breakfast? Oh, yes. 100%. (laughs) The first Chick-fil-A we went to. We thought they opened, but they didn't open for another hour. So then we had to drive another 20 minutes for the next one. Damn. Yeah. Worth it, though. Oh, definitely. Worth it. <laughs> there was no reason we were not going to stop for breakfast to have a, some good hot food. <laughs> it was a Friday-Saturday trip, was it? It was a Saturday to Sunday trip, I think. Because no, Chick-fil-A would have been closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, Friday to Saturday. Yeah. And it was a... Uh, <laughs> I was unemployed at the time. So oh, yeah. I didn't have anything to do that Friday. Um, so like, it was like an hour before Richard came and picked me up. He called me or texted me. It was, I think he called me and was like, Hey man, you want to go out on the lake? <laughs> and that's how this whole thing started. Spur of the moment. Yep. He had packed up everything that morning, went to Harris Teeter, got the sandwich. <laughs> he ate half the sandwich and he called me. He was like, Hey man, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go out on the lake. All right. Yeah, sure. For sure. This packed up a little bit of thing. He saved the, the second half of that sandwich when it ended up. It ended up being useful. It was delicious. But it was very spur of the moment uh, trip that yeah. turned into yeah, definitely uh, probably threw a that on you. 18, 20 hour entirely trip. <laughs> yeah, I slept for a good bit after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it I got a, home. It was a good day after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. A good day of Such a crazy story. <laughs> and that was, what was the time span in between the two trips? Was it like a month? Oh. Mm, I don't know. It was pretty close, I think. Maybe two months? Maybe a month. I would say a month to two months. Somewhere yeah. in there. So soon. Yeah. Four, to, four to eight weeks. Two months, for sure. Less than two months. Four I to six weeks. I had enough time to replenish some of the things I lost. Yeah. And I had a like a survival pack. Yeah, you got you got your Crocs. I mean, Dude, that I was good. A, yeah, exactly. I have a survival pack now. Every time I go out with Richard, I have a bag that a go I'm bag. just going to grab and go with it, and it's going to have everything. Smart. Food. And he'll bring the deli sandwiches. Yeah, and he'll bring the sandwiches. He'll bring the food. <laughs> Damn. And once again, I'm uh, down to do another trip. <laughs> Just get one going. I would love to have another fancy, crazy story like this to tell. I'm not really sure if I want to go with you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you can fit three people in one boat. Right. <laughs> right. And we'll I'm get not a bigger boat. One. I'm not going to captain one, so you're going to be on your own or... <laughs> I'm just going to be in a kayak. Wait, I've already called dibs. <laughs> I've already called dibs a skipper. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness no well, depending on what it is maybe right you never know you never know never know a near life experience or totally worth it though yep because now you get to like really enjoy and, like now we could sit back and it's like wow what a moment and it's something you'll definitely yep. tell like people for but you learn a lot years. from doing that kind of stuff yeah because you get to look back at things you messed up and you're like well that was a stupid idea and I'm not going to do that again like yeah. the light thing plus you just it makes, I think, going back 
better. You because, get a little more confident, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. You know what to prepare for, and maybe you are able to prevent um, prevent other situations. But as we are sitting here, it's, it's about time to go. And Wade's got to pee his pants, so we're going to go ahead and like cue Wade off as I wrap the rest of this up. So, Wade, Bye, thank Wade. you. Yes, thank you for having me on. This was... <laughs> It's fun to relive these stories. Yep. <laughs> it's like this. it was yesterday. Yeah. No, it was good. y'all both were very, especially Wade, was very energetic. And so it was oh, good. Oh, man. I loved, <laughs> I loved uh, living these things out, and I love telling these stories. Hey, I bet I'm you gonna, probably are going to help someone else out, like when they're going out right? and they're yeah. going to listen to this. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I for sure learned things so. from both of these times that is going to help me for the next time we go out. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, brother, go pee. Thanks for coming on. Bye. <laughs> hey, dude, thank you for also coming Absolutely, on. anytime. It's a great time. I got to get me one of those watches, I guess, because this Apple Watch will last like maybe eight hours and it's out. I have to say, it's it's a pretty cool thing. It does quite a bit. And it's customizable. So like all the settings, you can create custom battery modes so that say you don't need to have your heart monitored, you can shut that off. And it'll make your watch last like days longer. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're in like a real tight like survival situation, exactly. Like I don't want to see my emails right now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shut all that shit off, and then it'll last like a month. Damn. Or longer. That's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely gonna email Garmin. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, guys. Send him a link to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want a sponsorship. Yeah. Get a round of watches. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic, actually. Yeah. So, hey, Garmin, we're coming for you. And uh, we get one of them in reaches. I don't even know what that is. What oh, are you it's cool. About? It's like this watch on steroids, except it's a handheld device. But so it's got a bigger screen. And I think you can call and text people via satellite. Oh, shit. So you don't need quote unquote service. Service, yeah. You can communicate with anybody anywhere. That would take the fun out of the story. I know, it really would. Yeah, but the power. I know, but the, but the safety is <laughs> but the safety. so nice. You just choose not to, not to use it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like, all right, we're going to... have this, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> you just don't tell anybody. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking serious, man? <laughs> I had it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a learning experience. <laughs> and you lose all your friends. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, well... This is the longest one we've had in a hot second. Is it really? Yeah, but such a good... Like, all of this was so good. I'm excited to go back and listen to all of this. <laughs> Relive it again. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, I'm definitely going to listen to it. It's going to be fun. Thank you for finally sitting down. Hell yeah. Anytime. We keep looking around like I've forgotten something, but there's nothing else going on. So, everyone enjoy, and we'll see you later. Adios. Cause you suck, Jimmy.